Hey folks, your friendly neighborhood Alex here. We recorded this episode live at DragonCon in Atlanta, Georgia on August 30th, 2019. We'd like to thank DragonCon and the Digital Media Track for having us back again this year. We had a great time and we hope to do it again next year. Before we get started, you might want to grab a pair of headphones or pop in some earbuds. The audio track came out a little quiet. It happens sometimes with live recordings. And we've pulled up the sound as much as we can, but it might still be a little quiet in certain spots to hear over a speaker. We apologize, uh, but some things are just out of our control. We hope you enjoy it anyway. And with no further ado, Chase, take it away. And there came a day. A day unlike... Wait. No, that's been done. Hmm. Who knows what evil lurks and No, that is that other thing. What has yellow skin and rights? Ah, forget it. You're listening to Panelology. Excelsior, oh, damn it. Episode 175 of Panelology. I'm Alex. I'm Jenna. And I'm Brian. And we're at DragonCon. DragonCon 2019. <laughs> we are at DragonCon at the same time as the McElroys and a Stanley tribute. Yeah. And we love all of you who came. And yes. I'm totally Thank convinced you. that a uh, Fox executive scheduled our panel time. So yeah. that's yeah. <laughs> Cursed is sudden but inevitable betrayal. That's right. Let's talk about comics. <laughs> what? No. Yeah, let's that. do that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, who wants to go first? We didn't talk about order this time. Oh, we did. their book up first? No, I'll go. Okay. Mind. Ether. Yes. I hardly know her. Oh, um, my God. We literally just talked about we it did. last night. Yeah. <laughs> I can't resist. And at least now it's out of the way. So, Jen, tell... Or no, Brian. Yeah, yes. okay, that's not mine. Okay. Brian, tell me about Ether. So, this is a uh, this is a book by Matt Kent, who has done uh, a lot of pretty, pretty good stuff in the last couple of years. Um, the art and lettering is David Rubin. Um, this is about a person who is like a scientist who is convinced that anything that is magical, they've discovered a, more, a portal to a magical realm, but he is convinced that there is no such thing as magic. It's just like science we don't understand yet, right? Like just like the whole anything, the that's, significant, right, anything that's significantly technologically advanced will appear as magic, right? So he starts explaining everything. That, uh, and of course, all the creatures that are here, and all the people that live in this in this world, it, it, the ether, um, don't you know? They just think it's magic. They just accept it as magic, go on with their lives, and it gives him a unique perspective. And apparently, he has solved some rather plexing conundrums through this use of scientific, you know, uh, analysis of things. I don't think he gets invited to many parties. No, no, no. Like, he instantly is boring people. But uh, there's some really interesting, in addition to just this premise, the, the, he throws in little interesting quirks about how things work in, like, getting to the realm and once you're there, how you travel around and that kind of stuff. So, Basically, if Dr. House were a sad, interdimensional traveler. So an interdimensional traveler. Yes. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. That one. Yeah. What did you think, Jen? I really enjoyed this. I enjoyed the look at the way that he views science over everything. He even, like, 
puts it over his own family. Yeah. It's pretty terrible, but also you're kind of like, I mean, but it's new stuff, though. Nobody else is doing this. Well, and he's also the only one who can do this. Anyone else who goes into this world goes mad because to be able to travel, you have to be willing to die, essentially. Right. Like, the protocol to travel is, here is a cyanide tablet. Now, take this and jump off this roof into the swimming pool. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's not like you can't just act like you're going to die knowing you're not. Like, you have to actually be committed. Yeah. There's a point where he ties a noose around his neck and jumps off into the pool. Yeah. It's pretty messed up stuff. It is definitely dark. There's parts of it that are, yeah. yeah. Can we talk about Glum? We Glum can absolutely talk about Glum. Glum is the best. So Glum is the gatekeeper. He's a big old grape ape. Yeah, he's a, he's a, yes. He is kind of a magical ape person. Yes. And when you first come through, he literally says like the same ritualistic greeting every time like even though he has welcomed Boone is the character's name the, the scientist even though he's welcomed Boone in like a, a hundred times he literally says the same thing and he's like can't we just do and then he's like so uh, are you ready to uh, go to your destination and the way that he gets him to his destination is by kicking him in the ass and like punting him there <laughs> yeah. and he's like and the whole time Boone is like um, you know I'm sure there's another way we could figure out how to do this but and like boom he's gone <laughs> Are we doing the swear jar again this year? Is that a thing? Is the no. swear jar a thing this year? No, we're just saying don't. Okay. No, just, Brian, well, don't. Was... Brian, don't. Okay. It's, it's acid, isn't it? <laughs> Getting that one I out of the system that now. PG-13. Well, fair. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> Everybody gets one? That's my daytime cuss word. <laughs> exactly. Anyway. So what do you think of the, the story that's behind this, though? I enjoyed this. I actually must have read the first issue when it came out yeah. because the first issue yeah. was very familiar to me. Um, I was not expecting to hear the fact that we really don't get much resolution at the end of this arc. No, no, and even ongoing, there's a there's a sense through all all. There's three, I think, three arcs that have come out now. The third one starts soon, I believe. Uh, yeah, that actually, yeah. I think you're right. I think you're right. Um, but you really, even in those, you don't get a complete sense of where everything has been answered. And I think that's part of the way this is set up is, yeah, this is something that, you know, at this point is kind of unexplainable. And you get answers to some stuff and you kind of get a general idea of what happened. But, like, all the little details are not told to you. Now, we know at this point the evil librarian is behind it, but Boone cannot prove it adequately. Right. Yeah. So that is kind of the change in status quo at the end of this, but very much the mystery of, like, why and what's going on and what the bigger plan is even yeah, yeah. is still in the air. So did we talk about, like, actually what is going on plot-wise? I, I think that would be a great idea. I don't believe we've done <laughs> okay. that Okay, sorry about that. Uh, so this whole time, you know, Boone being the scientist that he is, is in this magical world, uh, a murder has occurred. And the mayor of this big magical town is like, okay, we actually need somebody who knows what they're talking about, who can look at this scientifically and tell me what happened. Um, so he's using all of his good, good science to deconstruct all of this magic into data, pretty and we're, much. We're very much counting, counting just deductive reasoning as yes. science. Like, this is a very low threshold for It's like watching Sherlock. Science. Right. Well, like, for instance, there's, they, he figures out that it's a magical bullet that killed this person. And so he starts looking and doing research on how magical, quote, magical bullets are created, right? And, you know, the, the 
ingredients that go into creating them, and that leads them down to this one rare ingredient that he tracks down. Right. So it's it, it's very much a yeah, like a, a you know follow the trail, follow the yeah. clues kind of thing. And this whole time, there's a copper golem that's kind of trying to kill him uh, because he knows too much, and they they explore like runes being being the thing that powers the golem just being organic coding like like tattoos coding yeah. in bioorganic ink right it's very cool so again it's something like we don't have for science but like there's a scientific base somehow doing right. this right yeah i, I th- that's why i picked this I, I i loved that whole blending of, <laughs> of science and technology and maybe they're the same thing and yeah well, and Brian, I yes. know you have a uh, track record that often <laughs> involves trolling me with your choices. I am pleased to inform you, you may be disappointed to learn. I actually enjoyed this. I, I, I you know what, this was, not, this was not a trolling pick. This was totally, uh, you I did, hope, yeah, you I figured you guys right. would Good job. Congratulations. Positive affirmation, hopefully reinforcing this behavior. <laughs> no promises. <laughs> I know. Yeah, no. Uh, let's talk about the art before we move on, because oh, this is also yes. gorgeous, and oh, we have not yes. acknowledged that. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Hold on. I'm going to hold up the book. It's not a good uh, podcast thing to do, but... No, but this but is where beautiful. Google exists if you're at home. Yes. Or Comixology. Or Just go buy the book. A comic Just shop. Yeah, or, or go yeah. buy the book, because it's really good. It's really, really pretty. Um, but yeah, and it, it's one of those that... I've, I don't know how many times I've talked about this on the podcast, where the, the art style really very, very much fits this story and how it's told. Yes. It's, it's, I love it. I love it for this story. But even, like, little touches, like the title pages being this map, and we see actually pages from the same map throughout. So there's this, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, everything is of a piece. There's, yeah, there's a cohesiveness to it, definitely. Yeah. All right. Um, Jen. Yes. Let's continue our unintentional theme of spoopy magical stuff sure and talk about magical beatdown please let's let's do that so magical beatdown is a very very small book yeah like literally it's like it's like like, it's like three by four brian brian (laughs) left it in his room it's fine (laughs) Uh, but it is just a pure Five-minute flip-through or revenge fantasy. That's it. There's two volumes. It it might take you ten minutes to read both volumes, maybe. That's, uh, yeah. yeah, ten to fifteen minutes is all. Yeah, but it's about a schoolgirl who is very tired of being catcalled and called just a girl and all this other stuff. So she goes full-on Sailor Moon, but then wrecks some punks. And I, when I, mean I say wrecks. wreck, I mean <laughs> they are not living after this. No. Um, like heads bashed in, chopped yeah. off. And it's yeah. done in like entirely blue and white art and it's pink. Beautiful, yeah. When she goes magical girl, <laughs> it's straight the twist up pink. Oh. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's fine, but it makes the gore look that much cooler and just like pink and white. Would you guys? That, I mean, there's really nothing else I can tell you about because that's about it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this could be the shortest games. one ever because it I was mean, super quick. Uh, I really dug this. I, yeah. I feel like this was uh, rife with Brian's quotes of the week. It, it very possibly could have been, yes. My sound effects yeah. of the week. Incidentally, I don't think we can repeat any of them and keep it PG-13. Nope, we cannot. However, <laughs> the grossest sploosh I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. That tracks, actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, where can they find this if they want to? Uh, it's actually, it's on Amazon, but you have... It's easier just to buy it from Jen Woodall's site, which is Jen just jenwoodall.com. Yeah, so. being... The creator. The creator. Correct. The creator who yeah. did yeah. everything. Yeah, write art, write art, everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
if this were a full-size comic and story, I probably would have been disappointed by how limited a lot of representation were. But it being what it is, yeah. the super short little thing, it perfectly makes sense. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a tiny little daydream is all it is. Yep, exactly. I, mean, I can imagine the, the full-length, big-sized version of this that would absolutely be amazing. I mean, it's just One Punch Man, but from a woman's perspective and catcalling. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That's, that's an accurate. Yeah. I don't see what the problem with that is. No, there's no problem. <laughs> there's no problem at all. And Jen Woodall has like a lot of other books coming out. It, these same tiny little Format. daydream books that are like about anxiety and about... Uh, what am I trying to say? When you feel like you don't belong, when you feel like you're not good enough. What is Imposter it? Imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome. Ooh, yay. Thank you. Tuesdays? I have a migraine. <laughs> Tuesdays. Tuesday? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait, no, it, no, it's Friday, we're okay. Yeah. Oh, it felt like a Tuesday. Um, are we ready to move on? Brian, anything sure. else to say? Um, anything else? I, this is, again, like that art was just, I really liked it for this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's wonderful, wonderful. It's super clean, anime. like, well, because it's these just these three colors. Yeah. It's super clean, like, line work. And, yeah. yeah. And good monsters. Good, big, big, gross, oh, nasty, yeah. gooey monsters. Yeah. Uh, you need to go to a dry cleaner after oh. looking at oh, monster, yeah. the one I'm or, yeah. or yeah. you just need to be able to transform because apparently that cleans you right up. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, that's a good trick. Do you think when she transforms back, the stains come back? Ooh. No, okay. because you saw at the end of the book. Ah, oh, right. right. Yep. Cool. Yeah. yep. Useful extra power. That's right. <laughs> Farmhand. Yes. Oh, no. Another this one. one. This was yeah. Alex's choice. So tell us about this. Alex. We are just going for increasing body horror as we get <laughs> to this um, This is a, an ongoing creator-owned series by Rob Galori, who is the artist of Chew. And he brings a lot of the same kind of humor as Chew, if you know, that you get in, like, frame composition and background and weird posters and goofy signage that make you want to read the whole thing. This is about a guy who moves back with his family to his hometown in basically a creepy town in Louisiana, where his father's farm what? is. A creepy town in Louisiana? I know. <laughs> Go figure. Um, too bad there aren't any other comics about creepy towns in Louisiana that we might mention at some point today. Um, <laughs> it's a shame. Uh, That's called foreshadowing, children. Yes. His father's farm... Grows body parts? Yep. Yeah. Fingers. Eyeballs. I mean, really, do we want to, we can fill some time. you want to name more body parts? Oh, gosh. <laughs> it's um, all of them. Can you think yeah. of a body part? They grow it. Head, no, shoulders, no, no, knees. They do not. They do not grow brains. Toes. Yeah, that's true. That we know of yet. Ooh. Okay. They're not supposed to be grown brains. I can tell you that. <laughs> Mouth, ears, eyes, nose. Yeah. Anyway. Head, shoulders, knees, and toes? But I started there, yes. Yeah, good, yeah. good paying attention. Thank you. Aren't, the, aren't the noses nose roses? Yes. They're so Those wonderful. Yes. Um, and then things start going wrong. The body part transplants. <clears throat> Get the pun there? Transplants. Uh, start transforming on people and, like, growing spiky flowers out of their backs, which are really cool. And I think we've talked it about before, like, kind of gorgeous. When I was reading it, I was like, like I need this tattoo, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, um, my God. That would be a crazy tattoo. And... The transplant recipients become kind of erratic and crazed, and it becomes very much the sort of, like, us versus them thing. Like, basically some zombie themes, some light zombie themes. Yeah. 
Um, but it's not an all-or-nothing sort of thing. Like no. People will have these moments and then go back to being normal and chill. Yeah. The town's new mayor is in on it, was a former lab partner, business partner of Zeke's father's, and has some sort of plan. How much did you get a chance to read, Brian? Just so volume one? Yeah, just volume one. You've read volume one. Have you gotten to any of two? I have read the first issue of volume two. Okay. So by the end of volume one, we kind of find out that she is puppet mastering things. And we'll yes. keep it to volume one for today, yeah. since yeah. that's what you guys have read. What did you two think? This was super creepy and super cool. Not creepy like horror, like real horror, horror creepy. It's like horror comedy. It, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like Little Shop of Horrors. Horror creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Horror creepy. Anyway, sorry, I just want to say it too. Yeah. Horror creepy. Okay. <laughs> TM, 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 TM. TM, TM. And it has every, like, it has so many other things other than just weird, science-y, plant-based horror stuff. It has, like, Russian spies. Yes. <laughs> Caterpillar dogs. Caterpillar dogs. Oh, yeah. Do not let, do not let animals into this farm. No. Oh, this does not go well. Terrible. Um. The, the main character, Zeke's son, befriends this former Russian spy who gets a transplant and goes undercover. In, not undercover, like lives a new life in the school because right. he's Right, like witness protection past. type, yeah. yeah. And uh, this kid is befriended by Zeke's son, and Zeke's son is convinced he is, in fact, Batman. Yeah. It's like seven-year-old. Yeah, character. like there's some bullies who are going to beat up Zeke's son, and this, he comes in and like uses his spy stuff and like just kicks their butt. And um, he's like, oh, my God, he's Batman. <laughs> so later in the book, he goes, I know your secret. And this kid freaks out. He's like, what? How do you know my secret? What do you know? <laughs> Nothing good ever comes of telling somebody I know your secret. By the way, just don't do it because you'll either end up murdered or sad. Or if you really, really want to freak someone out, actually. Like, just <laughs> being like, hey, just, Jen, I know your secret. Yeah, you and walking do. away. Yeah. You probably do. That, that eats up someone's whole Tuesday. <laughs> it's, it's not too... Oh. <laughs> Brian, yes. I know your secret. I know. Yeah. <laughs> That's my secret. I know you know. I'm not going to sing the theme song to Psych. Nope, <laughs> nope. Except you might. Either you got anything else on Swamp um, Yeah, I do, not actually. Farmhand. Farmhand. Um, I, I want to talk about the art a little bit. Yes. It, this is super cool. It is this... Just as odd as kind of the story is, the art is. I don't want to say it's odd. Like it, it's not what I ex- would have expected. No, it looks but like it, a cool cartoon. Exactly, it like it's almost that... like a thornberries or a, like a. I don't know. It's, no. It looks like it would be a cartoon on Cartoon Network, though. Okay, sure. that was on Nickelodeon, but yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, it could could have well could have been old Nickelodeon. <laughs> Jim, That's true. Jim, Brian's. Older than oh, us. right. Right, right, got it. He didn't it. watch these as they came. I under- got it. Fine. <laughs> My point being We can bully Brian at this table. What? It looks this like, like a, it looks like table. it could have could be a cartoon. Like the it way does. the characters oh, yeah. are drawn Absolutely. and the coloring, it's like, it's like some super bright colors in this. I'd watch the hell out of that cartoon. I think it's been picked up as a live TV show though. Woo. I believe okay sci fi has option. That's fine. Yeah. I'm I'm cool with it. Yeah. yeah. Very, very, um, very cool. You can read this on like, like it's not going to like scare you horror scared. No, no, not at all. No. Proof being, I read it. Unless you're afraid of plants. Mm. Yeah, I guess if you're afraid of plants, but that might make day to day difficult too. True. Yeah. All right. We did mention we were going to read these up front. Did anyone have questions for us on these, or have questions about anything we've said on these? Okay, now. Yeah. 
I know the speakers aren't working, but if you do have questions, please hop in the microphone because it will record yes. really well. Thank you. Now, um, I believe we have a party crasher, a certain ghost haunting us, a co-ghost, if you will, regular guest ghost on the show, Tim. Like, oh, he just walks up nonchalant, like, this yeah. is something that happens every day. I <laughs> promised Tim that whatever I did to get him on here would be funny, and then it wasn't, and to me, that is the funniest way you to you know what, You know what that feels like, about being afraid Tuesday. of plants. Yeah. <laughs> I did. Thank I you, gave you so many good I setups totally way too early, and I could see you squirming. It was so <laughs> Okay. Say so hi, Tim. Hi. Hi, Tim. Yeah. Yeah, um, that works both ways. So, Tim. Yes. Uh, Tim and I have been doing a thing where we watch Swamp Thing and talk about it. Yes. So, to celebrate slash mourn the end of Swamp Thing, Tim has a fourth book. That's right. We're breaking format. Yeah. What? <laughs> we, we started with the fourth book of the Swamp Thing series because it was written by Charles Soule, and Charles Soule is great. If you haven't read The Oracle Year, you totally should read The Oracle Year. But that's basically what I do, is I just come find talented people, and I interrupt them, and I talk about Swamp Thing. It's kind of <laughs> become my bit lately. It's, it's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. He has a whole theme song uh, and everything, and I'm going to yeah. move on before he can ask me to sing, sing it. it. Sing it. I'm not going to move on until oh. he sings it. Sing it. Sing it. Sing it. Yeah. We sit in the swamp and watch TV. It's branching out with Tim and me. Okay, you got it right. All right. I was waiting for him to sing the wrong song. I have so much trouble not seeing the Slappy the Squirrel theme from Animaniacs when I have to do that. It's so hard. That's right. Tim is here representing the green. Yes. (laughs) And it's not easy. Okay. So in this book, you've got Alec Holland as Swamp Thing. And he is learning how to be Swamp Thing. Uh, He has some interactions with Superman and Scarecrow and several other characters, including John Constantine, which is fantastic. Um, some of those don't go so well. You see a lot of people sort of having problems with their powers. Uh, like John Constantine, when he drinks this fancy whiskey that does some things to him. Uh, but it's a dragon con, right? That was what I got from that. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> the whole bulk of the story, it's called Cedar, and that's basically who he's trying to find, is this person who is the Cedar who is basically stealing power from the green and making things on Earth that are good for Earth, at least on their face, but Good for people. Good for people. That's Cedar, S-E-E-D, not C-E-D-A-R. Having to go through, and he's having a hard time a little bit because he's having to take these good things away, like things that would make... Like a square mile of rainforest in the middle of a desert. Yeah, yeah. Things that seem like they would be very, very good but are very, very bad because they're not natural. And so he... That was that's the first thing that he comes across or that we see him come across in this is this is this rainforest you know this area of rainforest in the jungle and he has to take it away um, and it it starts making him think so he's like okay I feel like I need to talk to someone like how do you how do you deal with this how do you deal with having to do harm to people for like for this greater good and he's like who can I talk to and the person that comes to mind I'll go talk to Superman. So he goes to Metropolis. Yeah, and, and then destroys the city. Yeah. <laughs> he has a little, got the advice he wanted. A little hard time with uh, Scarecrow. And ends up I loved that scene, city, by the way. Yeah, it was yeah. very good. Because, I mean, let be Swamp Thing just completely owns Scarecrow when he shows up. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, Scarecrow uses his normal fear gas on him, which, of course, is plant. Scarecrow is there to steal the super, super rare toxic plant. And... Uh, of course, you know, so it was fear gas. That's what his fear gas is based on. So it has no effect on Swamp Thing at all. 
So he uses like an what he calls an orange version yeah, of it. Yeah, the orange version. Which you know you have to imagine is like an Agent Orange kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's got more CO2. Basically yeah. he is just like depriving swap thing oxygen. He is essentially asphyxiating yeah. swap thing. That's that's what does it. The best part is is he, he destroys the city and then he sort of wakes up from whatever place he was in where he was, you know, left to destroy the city. And he looks at Superman, he's like, So basically how do I be a superhero? And Superman's like you're asking me this now have while you, the city is completely covered yes. in vines. Have you considered learning how to control your powers? Yeah. yeah. That would be step one, my friend. Yeah. Well, and he says, I realize this wasn't your fault. Like, you know, you were under the influence of this or whatever. He was like, but like people that have as much power as we do, we can't ever allow that to happen even when it's not our own fault. Like, it's a very Superman thing to say, right? What I like about this run is it is kind of flipping the sort of traditional swap thing split on its head where instead of a plant with the memories of a man, it's a man with the powers of a plant. Yes. Um, So this is not simply, Tim, you mentioned that this is sort of swamp thing, learning how to be swamp thing. It's very much Alec Holland has actually been revived and given swamp thing's powers. Mm -hmm. And he is learning how to do this thing that, like everyone thinks he's been doing, talk about imposter, imposter syndrome every day is a Tuesday for Alec. Um, he's very much learning how to do this thing and how to deal with the mantle of being the protector of the green and the legacy of that, but also maintaining some amount of his humanity. Right. When the job is like, you do not get to rep humans, that's Animal Man's MO. That's the red. Yes. Yeah. So what I want to know is how many times when you're reading this book alone by yourself, do you go swamp them, swampy? Uh, like every page. Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> Every opportunity that I get. Yeah. That was what started this whole Swamp Thing thing was the Swamp Thing cartoon. And I don't know how many of y'all have seen it. Probably none. Maybe Mike. Mike probably watched it. For like half a second. <laughs> but it's fantastic. And they said things like that in the cartoon. And that's it's, what started my love for Swamp Thing. It's fantastic, fantastic. It's in an awful, horrible yeah, oh, it's way. it's fantastic. Don't let her tell you otherwise. <laughs> All five episodes are on YouTube. You can make the judgment. They're here. amazing. Yeah. I will tell you this. The theme song, half the time, is <laughs> Wild Things with lyrics about Swamp Thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. Half the time. The other half the time, the attorneys were awake. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the whole reason, really, that I do what I do. I have an important purpose in life to rep the green preach the gospel to preach the gospel of swamp thing like and to johnny get me a season two of swamp thing on dc universe you're like a johnny swamp thing seed i am i am johnny swamp thing wait, wait seed. you're and not I'm, the seeder are you yes yes <laughs> why this show got canceled i don't know and i hate it, it and it's terrible and i'll never know what happened to blue double never you know what the worst part of this this particular trade was What's that? That it ended? It ends yes. and we don't find out who the no, cedar is no. in this trade. I'm, I'm oh. going. Like, come on. I'm going to I know. gun store. I know who it is. Yeah. So I will be getting the next volume of Yeah, this. that's where I'm going right after this is to go by volume five. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I have some pre-submitted audience questions for us. If those of you here have questions you want to hop up and ask, come to this mic. In the meantime... Yeah, not that mic, this mic. We keep referencing Mike in the audience, which is going to be great podcast later. (laughs) It is officially the most narrow cast thing we have done, says me, the person who makes the obscure jokes. (laughs) I'm going to do it again now, just because he called it out. 
occasional guest host Meg, asks us, what comic would you love to see on the screen, and which comic do you dread them trying to make a movie or series out of? <laughs> Let the record reflect okay. Tim has once again slammed down his copy of Swamp Thing on the, on the table. It's going to be great. So you, you, were, you, you, you dread that one? Is no, that no, no. I want that one desperately. Yeah. Desperately. You want it back. Yes. Cool. And I guess if we're doing dread, it would be anything Green Lantern. Yeah. Been, uh, been hurt too many times? Yeah. 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 Well, the problem with Green Lantern, nobody's going to spend the CGI budget. It would yeah. take to do it right. Yeah. yeah. Not, they're not I don't risk know. It. The Lion King team might. Mm. Thank wow. you, one person in the audience who laughed at that. I told you I make the obscure jokes. <laughs> Jen, what you got? Oh, no. Pass. Come back. Brian, what uh, you the got? The one that I dread would be Watchmen. <laughs> <laughs> well. Yeah, I, I, like, I just don't know that anybody's going to ever do that. Um, I kind of got the one I wanted when Umbrella Academy came. Yeah, out. that was God, it was really good. You know, I was going to say the other one that was super super good was Doom Patrol. Yeah, yeah, that's oh, true. I, I mean, loved it. Farmhand has been optioned. Bitterroot, which is another comic I've been mm-hmm. digging right now, has been optioned. Like, kind of. I mean, we live in a world where the first properties people look at to develop are comics yeah. right create our own books and it's like an embarrassment because the story's already there yeah now i will mm, i will say this the thing I, I i'm gonna take dread as here's the thing i always kind of roll my eyes out and check out on anything joker i'm just so joker yeah, fatigued man. i haven't seen the trailer for the new one i'll probably watch it if i have yeah. time in my schedule to do so because i do try to go to all these but like Especially when it's Joker casting arguments online. I'm just like, I'm done. I'm closing that window. I'm out. I can't have this conversation anymore. Yeah. The, the first trailer, I was really against the movie. The second trailer, I was like, meh, it might not yeah. be so bad. So. I mean, I'm going to see it because I watch everything. Yeah. Exactly. It's, like, it's not like I'm not going to see it. But. So, weirdly enough, I, I dread... I dread, you dread watching. Dread? Yeah, I dread dread. Uh, I dread no, watching Saga because it's so close to my heart, and I know that's that's going to be the one. I try and separate everything, book from TV show or movie, but that's going to be the one that like I nitpick everything, every little bit. The good news oh, is, I, I've got another dread. I just don't know if I'm gonna wait, Div. No, I'm looking forward to that. I want that. I just I need it. I need it. I, I need I, it to I, my Like soul. I'm super hopeful. It's really. Can, it, can that be my answer for both of those? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, your answer is bittersweet. Sandman. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Also. Yeah. Nah, I'm here man. for it. Yeah. I'm here for it. I'll roll those dice. That's, that gonna be, was, that's gonna be Mike's nitpicky thing. That was Mike. There's no like the book for everybody listening. <laughs> yeah. No Mike one heard spoke. it because he's not talking into Mike. Said a mic. Sandman. Mike said Sandman from the audience. Yes. Former panelology host Mike. Great. All right, moving on. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, wait. oh yes. Somebody's going to ask one question at least. Yes. Here's my question. Uh, we guys brought up Doom Patrol and Umbrella Academy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Which are, if I, I binge watch them one right after the other, one episode, they, yeah. it was awesome. They go together real well. They're two Actually, sides of the same weird coin. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Now, after I was done with both of those, a lot of my dreads kind of evaporated. I have more faith now, I guess is what I'm saying, in, yeah. in you know, nerd media, yeah. because they did those so well. How do you guys feel about that? 
I'm with you on this. Yeah, like this absolutely. is, and this is like I think part of why we struggle to come up with dread is we tend to try to stay pretty positive on the show. Yeah. Um, but that's me in general. Like if I don't like a thing, there is literally more that I want to consume than I can as it is. Right. My pull list for this week is 36 books. He I don't beat, know how I'm going to get through me. them. Yeah, I beat Brian this week, which is, I think, more yeah. a sign that I need help. Um, like, there's just so much out there that, like, if a thing's not great, I just move on to the next thing. Sometimes I might come back, like, the first couple of episodes of Titans, not quite my thing, but I keep hearing it gets better, and I'll probably revisit, because yes, the second season actually looks cool. It's it, Titans is one of those weird things that if you can completely separate the idea that it is not any kind of Titans that you have seen, yeah. either in comic book form or show form or animated form, anything before, and it's its own thing, yeah. then it can be it can be pretty good. Yeah. Right. yeah. I think for me, it depends on creative team. That's, that, that's what the level of dread depends yeah. on for me. If yeah. it's somebody who consistently works in comics, all this other stuff, then I'm pretty confident in it. If it's like... Um, Honestly, if it's Arrowverse stuff, if it's Verlantiverse, then I'm, I'm, I wash. Nope, nope. I will. I am gonna watch Batwoman though. I will selectively <laughs> defend the CW shows as mm. passionately selectively. as selectively. Selectively, I'll also tell you which seasons I think are garbage. Yeah, yeah. there are real woofers out there. Um, there. Are. But well, right now, everything is solid. But getting get, kind of, I think the point that you were trying to make is yes, it gives me a lot of hope and a lot of faith that they can yeah. be done well. I mean, Swamp Thing yes. is a great example of this. I'm yeah. surprised Tim has not jumped in with that yet. Because it's so, like, faithfully what it is, but also... Jump in, Tim. I just talked about how great it was and how I hate life because there's no season two. I think I've made my point that Swamp Thing is amazing. They made the Blue Devil work on screen. They did. And then they took him away from me. (laughs) I still hold out hope that he'll show up in Doom Patrol. Yes. Yes. That'd be amazing. All right. Let's move on. Let's go. From Adam. Best book recommendation dealing with gender and or sexual identity. With the asterisk, one of us, and only one of us, can say Agent of Asgard. Oh. <laughs> Amber, run up to the mic and you can shout it. Amber also occasionally guest hosts for us. Yes. Agent of Asgard. <laughs> it's like a best of okay. show here. Oh also, my god, you took my answer. No, it kidding. hasn't gone very long yet, but the new Loki comic's pretty yeah. good too. Yes. Yeah. Also, yeah. let the record reflect Amber is dressed as Loki. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've got a few. I've got a few. Yeah? I think books like... A lot of web comics deal really well with it. Books like Nimona. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Things that just don't even address gender at all are kind of my favorites. But also Saga addresses gender and sexual equality mm-hmm. super well. Um, Fook, I had another one. Oh, Laura Dean Keeps Breaking Up With Me is a great one for out culture. That was almost your pick for It was almost my pick, this yeah. This episode. Yeah, I'm, I've got two. Okay. One is, like, I, how many times do I get a wit give? But, like, <laughs> yes, yeah, I mean... Like I, don't, I feel like I don't even need to say anything other than Wickdiv. Right? You're, you're just trying to get Wickdiv's name out there as many times as you can. I, I don't know what you're talking about. It's, the okay. other one, and this one is this one's a a bit different. Is the current the current run of Wonder Woman in its early first issues, where it talked about her on Paradise Island, and it talked about a relationship that she had, but it was like super low, like nothing was made of it, and that's actually what I liked. Yeah, it's not and it was from like, you know, one of the big two, and they did this. I thought yeah. that was pretty cool. But I also think the way that Atlantides is treated yes. is mm-hmm. also yep. a really good example. 
Um, another Marvel book, uh, Angela, some subtitle, but there's only one Angela run. Uh, it was Marguerite Bennett. It's the, the Angela who was created by Neil Gaiman for Spawn. Angela, huh? Queen of Hell? Thank you. Yep. Um, also, just the easiest answer, and none of you said it, and it makes my life easier. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I haven't gone yet. I haven't gone yet. Oh, I haven't gone okay, yet. go ahead, Tim. Anything by Magdalene Visaggio? <sighs> <laughs> Boom! It's like he knows you. Yeah. It's like you know me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Both in terms of like books that deal explicitly with... Wait, know me from Sensei? <laughs> books that deal explicitly with being trans and with gender identity, but also books where like just characters are trans, and it's right. not, yeah, it's it's not, not relevant to the yeah. story. It's just who they are, and let's move on and actually do cool, weird anarchist science stuff. Yeah. Because um, sometimes that's sometimes that's the goal, right? Just let's not make it about that. Just identity. Yeah. Yep. If you work towards normalizing it, it'll be normal. <gasps> what? Continuing with questions from Adam, I'm gonna look toward Jen as I ask this one. Oh Jen, are you ready? No, uh, no, oh no, there's nope, three red it's yours. Okay, going. We're all doomed. Best current artist for butts. Oh, oh no. Um, Step on shake. Yeah, it is Step on shake. That's oh exactly my who it god. Is. Um, <laughs> Jim Bartel. Jim Bartel does good, good butts. Art germ. Oh, that's true too, <laughs> Tim. Tim, who draws the best Swamp Thing butt? <laughs> Kano? Okay, yeah, is it Kano? Is that how you pronounce it? I would have said uh, it wrong. I, I imagine. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Yannick yes. Paquette is also very oh, good. Oh, that's true. I don't know. I've never looked at Swamp Thing's butt. Damn. That's a lie. Oh. I've watched Swamp Thing <laughs> with you. <laughs> Babs Tar does a good butt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Butts. Who drew, I'm trying to remember. Who drew Grayson? Um, Mikel Yanin. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Jim and Juan. <laughs> yes, Jim and Juan. Jim and Juan. Who from the Marvel Universe would you ask to help you move? Strong guy. Strong guy? Strong guy. Jennifer Walters. Um, Cloak. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Damn you. That's a good one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Probably Stephen Strange. Oh, I don't. Mm, I don't know about that it's one. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> but Look, then all your fun. then all your possessions are haunted. <laughs> this is how you get I haunted dolls, and, and, and you oh no, and you can dolls, never so again eat fun. anything that comes out of your refrigerator. This is, how, this is how you get haunted pops. <laughs> oh, that's cute. Though. I would seriously consider calling damage control, just yeah. to help with the move. They're well yeah. insured, I bet. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, that's how you get your rent deposit back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about DC? Ooh. Oh, nuts. Batman. Batman. Batman does have a plan for everything. And he's got a lot of money. Yeah, but he, he's probably really anal about it and wouldn't let you, like, yeah, you pack to, your you, own things You your own have way. to do it his way. Yeah, he <laughs> probably owns his own moving company. Uh, he probably does. I don't think you can let Batman help you move if you have children. No. His track record is not good. He will adopt them, train them to fight, and let them die. It's true. Why are you saying that like it's a bad thing? <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh God! I mm, I'm having trouble with this one. I'm not. No. It's all thing. I was gonna say get aside and hold it up, but you literally are using the book in that capacity. <laughs> wow. 
Tim is the wily coyote of Swamp Thing plots. <laughs> like, I'll blow up in your face, but you are remarkably consistent and yes. determined. I'm probably going to get Cyborg, too, because he'll help me set up all my electronics. And I won't need to do it. Booyah. 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 Um, I don't know. Who, who has a big vehicle of some sort? Like, who could just load it all up? Wonder Woman's got that invisible plane. That might be fun. Yeah, but it's not very roomy. Yeah. I think. I don't know. I can't tell. Because can't see it. Okay, yeah. I'm going to move on. In some, some versions, Bane, because he's got that big old truck. <laughs> I was born in the movie. <laughs> and he can lift the heavy stuff. You merely rented yours from Hertz. <laughs> All right. I've been told I may not use Smooch Mary Kill anymore after that last live show. What? Yeah, apparently uh, Thanos made that weird. Oh. Not the Vore jokes about Galactus. Huh. <laughs> but Thanos' chin. So, I have another Tinder date, oh, Mary boy. Kill. Oh, okay. We're keeping it PG-13. Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. George Clooney Batman. The first Ryan Reynolds Deadpool from Wolverine Origins. Oh, <laughs> oh no. This is an easy kill. one for me if I need you to solve for you guys. You, you, the problem is you can't kill him. <laughs> no, okay. um, no, no, no. You this can is, try repeatedly and okay. often and consistently. Yeah, All right. No, we that's the reason it's easy. easy. We both say this is easy, so we're going to say our kill simultaneously. Okay. On go. One, two, three. Deadpool. Go, Tobey Maguire. <laughs> what? What? You kill Tobey Maguire, he's the worst movie Spider-Man. Oh, oh, did you see Andrew Garfield? No, I yes. am marrying Tobey Maguire. Both movies. Toby Can it be original Deadpool pre all that crap that happened to him? No. I'm going to say no. I feel like that's too easy and out, but I was not told you couldn't, then so I'm you can. Then I'm that. Yeah. <laughs> and you married George Clooney. This is yeah, the easy I, answer. Yeah. That said, yeah. that said, here's the other option, even if it's post-Weapon oh. X Deadpool. Um, he has the laser eyes and sword hands. He does the weird stuff. He does, <laughs> he does do the weird stuff. All right, I'm still... Yeah. He does no, not. either way. Yeah. Thank you. I knew if I said it, Brian would say it. I would Dr. say, Horrible. you know. Please tell me there's more of this list because this is my favorite game. I'm contractually <laughs> obligated. I do have movie. another one. You want me to skip down to the second one? <laughs> okay. We can get them all out of the way now. Nick Fury. Okay. Amanda Waller. Wait, wait, wait. Which Nick Fury? Do we get a choice? Uh, it was not specified, so I'm going to allow choice. Okay. The audience has declared Hasselhoff. I'm going to keep it. Hasselhoff nope. stands. Nope. Specificity is your friend. I reject that notion. Amanda Waller or Colonel William Stryker? Oh, Kellen Stryker. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. 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 I think I'm that, marrying Hasselhoff. Oh. You're, you're, you're going to marry Hasselhoff and yeah. not Hassel the Hoff? Yeah. 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 I, I'm, go, I'm with Tim on this one, I think. Yeah. yeah. So let me get this straight. Mm. Tinder date Amanda Waller, no, who I'm, already I'm knows everything about you. I'm marrying yeah. Amanda Waller because no. I, there's no secrets there, and it'll always be interesting. Yeah, but her family always gets screwed up. <laughs> I'm already screwed up. Come on. <laughs> She's a podcaster. Yeah. I think I'm with Jen on this one. I think therapy. Come on. Brian? Uh, I'm with Tim. I think I Tinder date Amanda Waller yeah. and, and Mary. But, uh, but like I don't want to Tinder date Hasselhoff. All though. I can all I can do is run through in my head how it would have changed had it not been Hasselhoff. Well, I told, I already already rejected the Hasselhoff. I'm, I'm not going with that. <laughs> I just keep imagining him eating a big cheeseburger, and it's terrible. 
Well, not to mention, and, and I'm choosing original Nick Fury, which means, like, I don't have to deal with it right now anyway because he's on the moon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, okay, there you go. I choose that one. Give me an Avenger that represents each primary class in 5th edition D&D. Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm going to streamline this one in a minute because oh. we are not going to be here all night. She-Hulk give Barbarian. Me like, give me, like, a party of four. Can we do that? Like, oh, no. Not a party of five? Okay. I'm going to do a party of five. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say Fighter, Arcane Archer, Clint Barton, and that's not... Okay, that's mostly just because I play an arcane archer named Bent Clarton on Thursday nights. That's entirely the reason. That's entirely the reason. They killed my dog. Those bastards. You have to John Wick them. John, oh, I am. John Wick it? I am. Yes, John Wick it. <laughs> Man. Tim? Hold on. A four? Yes. Four. You're going to have to come back to I me. Think, you I think between two, us. Well, we, I think between us, let's do Okay. Four. Let's All right, oh, so okay. you've got it. Well, I got, so I've got, got one then. We've got She-Hulk for Barbarian. Okay. We've got mm-hmm. Fighter, Arcane Archer... Uh, sorcerer Barton. would be Doctor Strange. Sure. Yeah, that's that's sort of obvious. But. Uh, uh, he's almost more wizard, I think. For Doctor okay, Strange. all right. Yeah. Okay. Do we want to consider Doctor Strange an Avenger? Yeah. I mean, everyone's been an Avenger at this point, so yeah. I guess yeah, we'll yeah. go with it. Think of him as a Defender first. Probably, but <laughs> it was easier if I just consider him an Avenger. Okay. Are we? Are we? Are you good with us stalling? Do we need to keep arguing? No, yeah. <laughs> uh, somebody give me a class, and I'll give you an Avenger. Scarlet Witch. Yeah, that's a good one. Here, have a uh, list of classes. No, I, I like his answer better. I'm changing mine to Scarlet Witch. Bard. We have Bard from the Bard. Oh, <laughs> Loki. Yeah, there you go. Loki's a Bard. <laughs> that's perfect. All right. Anyone else from the audience before we keep going with these? Then we're going to keep going with these. Grant. Someone come up with questions because we're running no, out of these. There we go. Hey. So, um, the boys. I yes. assume you've all watched it. Yes. Oh, Alex. <laughs> Peace. Peace, Alex. Peace Alex. Oh, so he hasn't watched right it. Now. He is not. Oh my goodness. All right. So, other than Powers and Watchmen, because those are the first two that come to mind. Are there anything else out there? That's that kind of, they're heroes, but they're dicks. Man, can we talk about Powers, though? Because that was freaking great. And nobody but, watched it because it was on the PlayStation Network. I've never seen Powers. Oh. Yeah, that's because you know, nobody's seen it because it was on the PlayStation yeah. Network. They right. apparently yeah. filmed yeah. part I'm of that first. at Oglethorpe. Yeah. They filmed it right down the road from my work. Yeah. yeah. Um, hmm, anything else dark that people are a dick like that? Um... Jupiter Circle is a comic book. It's in development for TV. Yeah, it is in go. development oh, for that's TV. That's going to be great because yeah. they are. Oh, comic. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Uh, I mean, yeah, Any anything that's got the crime syndicate in it. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Crime syndicate from Earth 3 in DC, um, which was, God, what was the huge, uh, what was I'm like forever evil. Yeah, forever evil. Thank you. There's a whole cross line wide big event that DC did about six years ago now. Yeah, right? uh, somewhere maybe, in that time like frame ish. Five, yeah, six. Five, I don't know. Six. Something in that area. That called Forever Evil. That was a big, huge crossover event that had the crime syndicate in the middle of it. I'm gonna make Alex happy right now. Uh, Marvel's Next Wave Agents of Hate. Oh, They're yeah. all terrible. They're all terrible. Yeah, pretty much. Maybe Monica. Hey, I'm going to go hey, back. She was the leader of the Avengers. Uh, yeah. There you go. 
I'm going to go back and answer that. What do I want adapted for TV? That. That's it. Yeah. Next Wave Agents of Hate. Absolutely. I would watch that eternally. Like, yeah. if I could have one TV show ever for the rest of time. God, you know what? It I'll would it would make a good TV show, too. It also, would. I just yeah. want Captain whatever. The captain? Uh, yeah. The captain. I just want the captain to say his name to Chris Evans. <laughs> I need it. I, I need it. Could we just get Chris Evans to also play the captain? Can we can we parent trap the two of them? Yes. Okay. I'll take it. I'll allow that. That's a timely cultural reference, right? The parent trap? <laughs> <laughs> there hasn't been a new one in like to be 15 fair, years. There are two different generational versions of that that I people know. can reference, so <laughs> Any Weapon X stuff that's more about Deadpool than Logan, that's worth time and money. I'll be honest, I do not know that I have an answer for this no. one. I don't know that I, don't I, know if I, do, I don't know that there is an answer for this one. I don't think there is. I mean, there probably is, but I don't know it. I'm going to make the most shameful confession I've ever made on this podcast. <gasps> Scandal. I didn't hate Wolverine Origins. Like the movie? Get out. Yes. Like the movie. Get out. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to slide to this side. The, 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 Welcome the, to Panelology. Where 2009, we no Alex. Yeah. No. Yeah, 2009. Okay, sure. But it was so bad. Sure. I've seen worse. Oh. I'm I mean, well, okay. if that's the answer. That's not. That's not there are worse out there, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's my best answer. <laughs> if there is, wow. If there is, I don't know it. I feel like there's got to be something in Duggan's run that gets into yeah. it. I haven't read as much of it as you have, Jen. But I feel like... I know it's like good, bad, ugly gets a little bit into the Wolverine relationship. Yeah, but it doesn't... Yeah, but it doesn't really delve into past stuff that that much. Nope. Mm-hmm. Okay. No. Moving on. All right. Hey, someone think about more Tinder date Mary kill pairings for us. Oh, please. That's my favorite thing. I know this group. I know you can come up with this. <laughs> um, I've run out of questions. Oh, snap. We burned through them. Yeah, here we go. Yeah. With all of these revivals happening, what do you want to see revived? In media or any like movie, TV, or even comic form? I need an ongoing Power Girl. I need, I need, yeah. I need it. Yeah. That would be really good. I need it. Um, I have held for a long time that the next CW superhero show needs to be... I'm just not looking at Jen shaking her head dismissively yeah, at me. Needs to be nothing. Needs to be Legion of Superheroes. They've started introducing individual characters on other shows. And if there is any DC property that is rife for teenage angst... Yeah, it is teenage angst in space, and I say that affectionately. Like I love what they've done with these characters so far. Give me them in their native setting. It, it, it's kind of built. Legion Superior is kind of built to be a CW show almost. Yeah. Hey, yeah. hey, you, you know what needs to get revived? What? Uh, hang on, hang on. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna go out on a limb, Tim. A limb, uh-huh. not a root. <laughs> and uh, you must be referring to Constantine. Yes. No, good. Well, okay. You can. <laughs> Matt Ryan's crossover. Constantine in my second season of Swamp Thing would be amazing. Yes. Yes. That and by would the way, be great. I, I don't. I, I mentioned this before. So, 
I don't know how it is with y'all. When y'all read, do y'all hear different characters' voices? Okay, I don't. No, I have you're a, insane. I have a universal voice, right? Except for when I read Constantine, and then it comes out as Matt Ryan's voice. That's the only one that changes, and I have no control. I have a follow-up sweet. question for you, Tim. Yes. Is your universal voice Matt Ryan? No. Because okay. it sounds different when Matt Ryan talks. Okay. 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 That's fair. I just wanted I, to make sure this wasn't like a, the one time the stars alive. <laughs> I, I did have my media revival, though, and I was teased at the end of the Teen Titans Go movie. Wait, wait. In Media Resurrection. There you go. There we go. Uh, and that is the, the, yeah, that's the uh, original Teen Titans animation. Yeah, I want it back. <laughs> okay, but Teen Titans Go is so good. Brian, it is. It's it's it's. Oh, I actually have watched They're some of it. They're even cheering in the next room. I, yeah, I hear. It, it, it's it's fine. It is not what I want. Forty forty twenty is the best. But it's fine, and I laugh at it, and ever. it's it's goofy and whatever. They're actually making a movie with that Teen Titans versus Teen Titans Go. Yes. I had. One. I'm happy now. Spider Man, Spider Man cartoons for you. Um, actually, yes, Tim. Tim, you get me. I, I do. I, I do. Tim, you know me so well. I, I missed that one. What was the <laughs> the Spider-Man cartoon from yeah. the '90s? How many ah. times have you heard this rant from me? A lot. Okay. Um, All of the times. All of the times. The Spider-Man cartoon from the '90s on Fox was probably the thing that is responsible for my interest in superhero stuff, and it just ended. It just ended in the worst way possible. And even if it were just they did a comics continuation to finish the story, because they did an X-Men 92 comic a few years ago, Mm -hmm. even if they wanted to do that, that would be fine, but I need them to tell me how Peter finds Mary Jane, who is lost in the multiverse, and reunites with her after her hydro clone melts after they get married. What makes you think he does? I mean, it's Peter Parker, so he probably doesn't. Man does not have a happy life. (laughs) Nope. But I, in that case, I need to watch him suffer. And at that point, it can be Tobey Maguire. <laughs> He's the sad Spider-Man. <laughs> I was a kid when those movies came out, and they were life-changing. Tobey Maguire's here's the, great. Here's the thing. Like, I loved them when they came out, because at the time they came out, they were so much better than anything else yeah, that had come out for right? And that was the thing. I mean, you have to you have to understand the whole progression of... There were such bad superhero things for so long that, like, and we just existed on anything we could get at all, no matter how bad it was, that, like, when any effort was put in to make it good at all, it was it was amazing. That's valid. Yeah. I, was, I said I was a kid. I was probably, like, 25. Yeah. But I was yeah. an impressionable 25. I was an actual kid, so yeah. I know you were not. <laughs> now, beware. That's the danger in going back and rewatching things like that yeah. now. Now, Alfred Molina. Alfred Molina is an amazing Dr. Octopus. He is. Yeah. All right, I have another Tinder date Mary kill for you. Okay. okay. Gorilla Grodd. Okay. The Ultra Humanite, Solomon Grundy. Oh, Tinder date Solomon Grundy. <laughs> yeah, Tinder date would definitely be Solomon Grundy. Is that because he wants pants? That's because he's going to want pants. He's Solomon Grundy wants pants too. <laughs> That's it. Um, Mary Grodd. <laughs> I appreciate the look on Jen's face, which is the deepest introspection. Yeah, I'm probably Mary Grodd though. Yeah. I, I was trying to decide because that's, that's some status right there. Yeah, the conversation between Grodd versus Grundy for the rest of time, I think... <laughs> Would be the, yeah. I'm uh, Marion Grodd. Yeah, yeah. 
Mary Grodd. So what are we doing with Grundy? Uh, you can't uh, kill I tender, Grundy. I tender no. date Grundy. Yeah, yeah, yeah tender date. To. Kill the ultra humanite. So we're killing the ultra humanite? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So I'm marrying God. Gorilla Grodd, David Hasselhoff. <laughs> <laughs> and who was the first one that I said? I'm killing um, Ryan Red Reynolds. It was, you're kill, you were killing Yeah, I'm Ryan killing Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. That movie so was who, wait, bad. Get out. That movie was bad. Get out. So who was the first one? Who did you marry in the first one? That's what I'm trying to remember. Was it George Clooney or Tobey Maguire? Oh, I married Tobey Maguire. That's okay. Right. Okay. Now. So the final. There, there, yeah, there we go. Thank you. Tobey Maguire. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry, who was your second one? That I'm marrying is David Hasselhoff. So Tobey Maguire, David Hasselhoff, Nick Fury, and. A Gorilla Grodd. Gorilla Grodd. Yeah. Okay. No. This has been no, 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 no. I have now, a question, though. I don't have two other options, but if Swamp Thing was in one of these, what would you choose? I would marry Swamp Thing. Hold. Oh, okay. Swamp Thing, Blue Devil, or Matt Ryan Constantine? <laughs> I've broken Let Tim. the record show that Tim is now broken. <laughs> I mean, Constantine is the tender date. Just on principle. That is how no. you get doomed to hell. Yeah. Yes. But Mary, dude, Blue Devil is the guy. Yeah, from no, marrying him is worse though, because. <laughs> oh man, that's a tough one. All right, you did this to me, Amber. And, and there's <laughs> and there is no way he is faithful to you. Yeah. No. You had an answer for Swamp Thing in every. I know, but I got nothing now. All right, all right. I think you have to Tinder date Swamp Thing. Yeah. You have to marry Blue Devil, and you have to kill Matt Ryan. But if I kill Blue Devil. Constantine will find his way back. That's true. That's true. Blue Devil, wealthy, dependable, decent head on his shoulders, reasonable, reliable guy. Yeah. Swamp Thing has all those vines. That's true. And we could go on like... That's a whole different show, Alex, and that happens at late night tonight. On a vacation, on a Tinder date with Swamp Thing. Yeah. Just travel right through the green to anywhere you want to go. You know he'll bring you flowers when he shows up. See? Oh, flowers, Sam. Yeah, but he gave Constantine a flower in this book, and it didn't go so well for him. So. Well, well, actually, I think it went pretty <laughs> yeah, well for him, considering what, yeah. yeah. All right. I think it's about time for us to wrap it up. Indeed. Um, thank you for everyone who came out. Uh, yeah, thanks, guys. I will go ahead and mention, I'm not going to do our whole normal outro here, but I am going to mention the uh, Dragon Con charity for this year is the American Heart Association. And I mention it because we're a comics podcast, and the reason they've chosen it for this year is uh, to honor their former comics track director, Tom Trainer, who passed away a little over a year ago from heart disease. So Dragon Con is matching dollar for dollar up to $100,000 on anything raised for the American Heart Association this year. Um, anyone have any other panels they want to mention later? I'm going to do how to... How to stand out in the world of indie comics at four over in America's Mark today, which is a ridiculous number and quality of creators. Um, Pretty cool. Yeah. Jen, what you got? Tomorrow at 7 p.m. I have representation in digital media uh, next door. No, here. Here. Right here. Um, And then Sunday I have No One Can Hear You stream right here and pitch the digital media pros over there. And on Monday... From animated series to comic book, over in Mart Building 2, in the same room as the one later today, uh, 204J, which is, I think, on the comics pop artist alley level, like constructed rooms just sort of on the floor floating in the middle of the space. Um, 
Yeah, as quick reminder, so the books that we talked about today were Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing, yep. Ether, Magical Beatdown, and Farmhand. There you go. Indeed. Yep. Thank you all again for coming. Yes, thank I'm you. Alex. I'm Jenna. I'm Brian. And I'm Tim. Hey, we didn't rehearse that. <laughs> go read comics. <laughs>